It was 50, not 20. 50 student girls. I'm 25 fit with dimples and a dark eye. Should I not be delighted? Delighted? No delight. Maybe I didn't say so, but this all-girls high school, it has 5,000 students. Five, three zeros. 20 of the worst would have been one thing, but 50 of the worst, not very, very best. Uniform teenagers, hostile and tribal South Japan, where the travel book says home to a vibrant surfer community, home to a flowering palm tree and bordering on tropical. I wouldn't know any of this. I can't see beyond the trauma. Surfers in the water? 50 at the awful age of 15. Why is 15 awful? Will you allow me to be a journalist? Allow me to use color, describe with words so I may tell this? Right away, a new feeling was there. A feeling that any situation, including people younger, let's say 10 years younger, has me swimming at a depth too far down. Depths you want it to kick free from. You want it to kick your rubber fins clear of. It was a new feeling. The 50-strong proved caustic right away. Javix bottle so. Skull and crossbones and bleached hand so. Beyond my pale this. Beyond my comparison. My dimple and grace were dud shells, wet dynamite sticks. They were taking a popsicle stick plane to an air show. Launching. Amid jet fuel. That was the electrical sense, and I talked about electricity. It features on this journey. It was the zip and buzz, the zap and the its upon entering the classroom, sliding the door into the wall, a wall door, and then standing there at the threshold in slippers. They as a class rose as a unit, as a team, 50 to bow to me. Why, when I was about to be excoriated, easily explained why, they rose and bowed for the entering teacher because it was programming. And my programming? Well, to bow back, in my suit and school slippers, too, too small for me. I remember that bowing instant on my end. I knew in that slight forward gesture of mine that they had spotted prey. I felt I swam too close to the jellyfish whose sting was about to seize my respiration way out here in these waters. Yes, fresh prey unlike they had ever had. Randall Lawrence, English teacher, Canada, with zero real sense of the relationship and power and retaliation nuances. One thing to point out is that they, this group, 
had never had prey like this. Or quite possibly, prey of any sort, not up here in front of the classroom. They had prey among their ranks, no doubt. Just not the kind that stood with chalk and walked back and forth, with ill-fitting slippers on. There at the front, I the impala, separated from the herd on the savannah, leaping high to get away. Oh, leap high, leap high, impala of the savannah. Feel you are getting away, for you are not. We will taste your thigh before that cloud passes. It was my sense, and this story is about sense. I moved to the teacher's desk, wood-hard, ugly furniture where dreams are forgotten forever. At the desk, my bag is down, and electricity, remember? I feel it go down and into my lungs and burn like hair from a hand held too close to a flame. Scorn is in this melting electricity I ingest. Ah, oh, the hell with it. It's first day jitters. I grabbed chalk and wrote, Hello, on the board. A nice clear line of Japanese came from behind me. Then laughed it. I didn't know what that line was about. This is year four for me on these islands. I have studied the language and can get around. But this line was slang. I turn. It was a test shot. Then another line came, and I don't know where it came from. But more laughter came. And let me say, this is not the join in and let's have fun laughter. This was the hand before the smack. I had no idea what was said. But laughter, it was not subsiding. <laughs> I had chalk in my hands, slippers on my feet, and one sentence in my brain. That sentence was written above the gates to hell. And it flashed. I hate teaching. <laughs> it's true. I did. And I had. And I had had. Did I even like travel? No. No. I don't think I do. So what are you doing here? Good question. And I also hate people who say good question to things. They are playing for time. Time which makes me look up at the caged clock. I see the class has hardly begun. The laughter might not have meant anything, I tell myself. I turn back. I met the board and my chalk is on the surface. In my hand. Not writing anything because their eyes are on me. Not writing anything because their eyes are in my mind. And on my back, the eyes of murderesses and barn burners. I write my name on the board. Randall Lawrence. And then I write Canada. This will get sympathy, wonder, respect. It got none of the three. But a few remote syllables, then all out laughter. Molars, your mouth, molars. Why are they tightening as you look down at the slippers you wear? Slippers that slip and slide and removes you of bearing, which removes you of confidence and stealth, and these things are coming off my feet. Too small. My heels are out over the ends. Half a foot is on the floor, and this is nothing less than premium. Concrete. I situate. But both heels remain sticking out over the ends. Why did I ever get on the plane? Why did I ever get on any plane? There was nothing wrong with Halifax. It was a good city except for the poverty, the rent, 
and the no-job situation. It's chatter now. Laughter. Someone is singing. I turn, and I don't know why, but I don't say anything. I haven't said anything. I don't say anything. Brows jam hatefully together. I have no joke here, no appeal. The sexiness of a windbag. And I can't talk. They see the fraud I am. Is this the truth of any teacher who stands up here with a piece of chalk before a younger group that does not want to be here? Where was the celebration that they gave? The celebration of me? The fetting of the foreigner? The handsome Hollywood actor? Where was all that? Maybe that is why the celebration. They at last had found someone who would take the miserable 50 off their hands. And 50 is a lot of people. Oh, they had suffered, these girls. They had possibly less the wit, less the beauty, less the money, less the support of family. I don't know, but I'm figuring so. This is where your mind goes. I wasn't able to appreciate or understand, but they had suffered. Was there even a place for them in this society? A good place, I mean. These thoughts, as inaccurate as they may be, were what I had. And yet here I am up here, earning the first few dollars of that 4,000 American a month. I would pay a few dollars. I would hand over a fistful of dollars not to be up here. Pubescence reared then like a Mustang at a gorge edge. <laughs> you are fuckface. I heard it. I saw it. It came from the front. She was straight-haired and unhappy, slim-shouldered and used a pair of burning eyes. These burning eyes waited to see how this registered. No laughter. No good. Burning eyes watched. I had nothing for her. I was the priest at the front of the church and someone had just shouted, There is no God. Say something, I say to myself. I can't. I never had them. And now I lost them. For good. And what? Three minutes in? With my peripheral vision, I looked up at the caged clock. I stare at them then, the students. There were remote patches of snickering, like grass fires starting. Then with a blast at what used to come in from the cold Atlantic mid-February in Halifax, the entire class broke out into a cacophony of sound. Girls swung around in their seats to look at pocket mirrors, to apply lipstick, mascara, lots of both, to chitter, to chatter. Now anger has me, and I speak Japanese. I say, good morning. I'm Randall Lawrence, your new English teacher. You have to listen. You have to pay attention. They were impressed and mildly amused for the amount of time it takes a second to pass. Oh, he speaks Japanese. They couldn't care less. Oh, he speaks Japanese. So what? The whole nation does. Every TV does. Every radio does. Every advertisement on the telephone pole is in Japanese. No Hollywood star with gel in his hair here. Here was roast squirrel. Mirrors talk no attention to the teacher. And here I am in my suit, still with the damn piece of chalk 
this little broken-off wand of the wizard, and still with the sized small slippers on. I had lost weight. It hurt in my heart. A team is a unified team that could get away with this so well. Hey! I say, and one stood. One was on her feet. Good posture, but here it comes. I'll not forget that swinging hair and broken lip, the narrow hip, the arctic ice eye. Arctic eye raised her finger in the way the boss who had hired me had, Kawakami. Arctic eye waved her hand high and shouted me down like a dog not doing his best to pull the sleigh. It comes next in a series of vowels and consonants that's fluid and awful. A language I had not heard, one whose phonemes had tumble and stink like the sewers of Paris. She ended her speech, stood a moment, then sat and crossed her arms. The rest laughed and laughed. One sang, another sang, a third did harmony. A dumpling got discharged and struck a wall. Weak ass I. Private Lawrence, no muscle, no training, no combat experience, no battlefield awareness. Too good for too long, eh, Private Lawrence? Maybe, although I wouldn't say Hiroshima was all that. I was empty here. I couldn't win them with charm or passport. My foreignness had been an asset before this all the way through and every day. Arctic Eye got on her feet again. She stood with crossed arms, and I didn't know what this meant. Sit down, I said. Nothing. I looked at her hands, her nails. She wasn't far away. She opened her mouth again for another spew. She must not all be there. That is what I'm thinking. I reasoned through this by insulting her intelligence. No, she might be fine. Have all her faculties intact. She is just doing what she is doing, dressing me down for a second time in a tongue that could scrape paint from a rooming house banister. And I would put money up that 80 or 90% of the most vile Japanese curse words were being thrust my way. Meteor storming me, her young face filled with invective, and it was whitening. Wasn't this a time of beauty, of love, of caring, of chasing boys, even maybe? No, not so. And where is all that polite Japanese manner? Was any of that real? That cultural phenomenon of the polite way to approach life and others and go about everyday things? And here, I never knew a heart as young as hers or any heart to have such instant malice. Was this malice out there in other forms? And was it here all along and I had sidestepped it? Had I been living in the sweet shadows all my days on these cone islands, unaware of certain realities that exist? They didn't love me. She didn't love me. Why not? I smelled bare fear. My own. I didn't want to be here. No, this was a bad point in the woods. And my stupid, wandering, floating self, thank you for putting me right here. Okay, I said. Another dumpling got discharged. 
Who threw that? Who threw it? You. Sit down. Sit down? Is that the winning move? I ask myself. To have someone sit down? To have a student sit so you could be taller by a couple of feet and have again your authority? Sit down, I say. Hey, hey. And they chant. Hey, 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 hey. It's a sea of mockery. I'm up here in my slippers, suit and necktie, piece of chalk still in my hand as the chorus goes from hey, hey, to a wretched Japanese pop tune. I throw the chalk. It strikes the wall. I speak angrily in Japanese. They laugh. Ho, ho, how they laugh. No English, comes a voice. Think about it. I'm berating this group in their tongue. How would it really sound if you spoke another language with anger and you at best held an intermediate level of proficiency in that language? So laugh. Of course, I look at them. This trauma goes to sleep with me every night from here on in. One face, then, I see it. It's little. She's little. And her little face feels for me. This doesn't last the space of one second. She joins the others in a chant now, and teaching and education and books and chalk and slippers and suits belong in the waste bin. I'm in trouble. I'm still on my feet. I can't speak through the noise. I look for the little face, that face that felt for me. That face is not there. And I see her. She is firm and step with the pack. I know, I know, I want to tell her. It is to your detriment to go your own way on these, on these Cone Islands. I look at the clock, the caged clock. We're 11 minutes into a 50-minute class. 39 minutes to go. 39 years. I realize I'm sitting. I'm weak of knee, white, and lost in general. I have most certainly lost weight. There is crying. Come on now. It's teaching English in Japan to girls of all things. Come on. I listen to the high-pitched crescendo of half-laughter, half-shriek at my new maneuver of just sitting and waiting. You not teach us. Why? It's a random assessment. Arctic Eye is sitting. She actually has friends. I feel the actor who has at last been spotted out. The director says my acting is junk and he says it publicly. Humiliation. Is it always there and waiting? It is all through me. Humiliation. It's over me like the urine. The urine from the little animal who was snuggling me. It's not a good feeling. Of course, my attempt to sit and try a new tactic is laughable and the job is over from here forward. The attempt to get them to pay attention by sitting, it's defeat. A maneuver they never saw before, but they recognize instantly as total defeat. I'm physically on the same level. And they see the pathos. I have to quit. I have to quit the job soon as this class is over. I'm not built to endure. I don't want to. 
The host country can do that. It's citizens, it's homeland people who perform this job of teaching. Teaching. What is teaching? Whoever came up with that? Look at how I'm dressed. Look at where I am. Look at the architecture of this classroom, the items in it, how the people are arranged. And this culture, I thought I had a handle on it. I do not. And for the last time, stop with this thinking that you have, this thinking that they all adore you for your nature. Pleasant young foreign male who is nice, a nice English teacher from Canada. Fool, coward, entitled, greedy, lazy, vain, lust-filled. These words better? I don't care to analyze it further. I'm not staying here. And from this classroom, watch me go. I did sign that 18-page contract. I don't care, I'm young. I can do whatever I want in life, go wherever I want. Because at this age, you live forever. forever.